0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Thursday morning. You know, if you asked anyone in the last few weeks, chances are they've gotten a cold and, uh, Saw a report yesterday that Chris Jones says he's been dealing with a little bit of a itchy throat, not feeling so good, and I guess it's kind of going around the team. That's uh, hopefully uh, we'll get out of their system by Sunday.
1: They'll all feel better. It's the sniffles, and that's all. We've all had it. It's not the big. I'm not even mention the name of it. Not that at all. Just it's it's that rampant virus that goes around. Everybody gets it. They'll play. They'll play on Sunday, and they'll play at their best on Sunday. So. Just dismiss all of that hype that you get from the media hanging around all day long and all night long, for that matter.
0: <laughs> Just hope uh, someone's given them enough vitamin C to get through the weekend. And uh, this Super Bowl game will be the first in
1: its history uh, to do what? You know what it is? I don't know. It is. It's the very first ever Super Bowl. <laughs> this, is, this is this is a little lame, but it's the very first Super Bowl ever to be played in a city where gambling has been legalized. Ah. And it is legalized in Phoenix, which means, now you, you don't think that's a small item that doesn't mean anything. Folks, there will be gambling. There is a, a sports book in the stadium. They'll be able to place bets in the stadium, and they can place legal bets from their cell phone in the stadium. Now, of course, they're using some agency outside, of course, but the fact is that's never happened before, and it will at this game. I can, do you know how much money is going to be bet on this? You take it, take a ballpark figure. Hmm. Half a billion? 16 billion. 16 five. billion? 16 billion. 16 billion? S- 16. 16. 16 billion? B. 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 By, by about 50 million gamblers. That's how many. Now, when we're talking about gambling, folks, yeah, we're talking about the sports books in Atlantic City and everywhere else in the country where it's legalized, except in Missouri. Well, that that's a whole another thing. Las Vegas, uh, wherever. But it also takes into consideration the little household bets here and there, which hey, I think we're all probably part of. But sixteen <laughs> billion. Speak for yourself. Be, well, hell yeah. <laughs> sixteen billion dollars—that's a lot of money. Good sixteen billion dollars in bets.
0: Unbelievable. You know what we could do with that kind of money? What kind of change we could make with sixteen billion dollars? Might
1: get a hamburger or two out of that. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> I.
0: Oh, that's just that just floors me. I, you know, you see those guys, and I, and I, I'm always of the mentality that. I I really like in the recent years, the prop bets, because that makes it for me as a guy who doesn't like. A doesn't have a whole lot of money to play around with. Prop bets are nice because you can put a little bit of money in, you bid a little bit more payoff. It's interesting to watch certain things happen in the game, inside the game to bet on. That's exciting, but it always comes down to, I'm paying to play. And I think that kind of prop betting kind of falls in line with that. But yeah, that's going to be, a, that's going to be man, I can't even imagine in being able to walk up to the sports book from the game and placing a bet and saying, you know, Kelsey's going to score a touchdown Even
1: than that, because there was a time, I, I, I'm going to say as recently as 25 or 30 years ago when people railed at pay TV. And now that's what we do. You're paying for everything you have. Who would have thought that was going to happen in, well, TV people did because that's how they had it planned. And that's what you do now. So you're paying for your bets. You're paying for obviously for being there. What's the average $8,500 or something like that for an average ticket. And you're paying to watch it on TV. You don't realize it, but you are gang when you get that bill from whomever is your cable system or your satellite system or your streaming system or whatever it is, you're paying for it.
0: Can't believe it's sixteen billion though. Still, I'm still. We gotta go back to that. That's just that's just staggering. All right, Uh were they gonna be uh, playing the game next year in another place where you can gamble? Uh, damn legally? Right. damn right. <laughs> Where's that gonna happens be? To it happens to be Allegiant Stadium in <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's gonna be that's gonna be something
1: uh, for the uh, attendees in Vegas. You know what? I, I can just see the scenario. now You're playing in Vegas, which is where they're gonna play in in the 2024. <laughs> the sign will say, "If you're." not betting on this game you're not allowed in yeah they, 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 it's kind of like when they go to the
0: cocktail waiters when they come through the slot machines if you're not playing you're gonna have to get up and go sir so I know you were at
1: great Southern Bank Arena last night for the matchup uh, how the Bears look this was one of those games in which you're pulling hen's teeth because it was it was uh, Belmont the visitor dictated the pace in this game the Bears got a key player back in their lineup after a couple of weeks out that's Donovan Clays in his senior year this will be it for him He'd been out because of illness, quote quote. Never did say what it was. You have to suspect, however. Be that as it may, back in the lineup, and it made a difference in the team. They were able to run more patterns than they had been, and as a result, the Belmont team, which is not as athletic as the Bears, but it's still pretty good. They're one of the better three-point shooting teams in the country, and they had a devil of a time trying to make any three-pointers last night. It was the Bears' defense that pushed them out beyond the perimeter, and it made a difference. Final score is Missouri State 69. I'm, I'm sorry, Missouri State 61, and Belmont had a, a Nashville-Tennessee 59. The lead changed hands two times. Where was the game won? not with superior shooting both teams shot about the same both teams shot about the same three pointers they both have about the same in foul shooting but jonathan mogbo who's in his sophomore year with the bears he's about a 6-9 real thin but powerhouse and very aggressive on the boards had for him a career-high 19 rebounds and that's where the game was decided on that defense mogbo not a big offensive player but he did have a dunk with eight seconds remaining that put the Bears over the top. 61-59, to it's a game the Bears had to win, and they did. Now, does it boost them in the standings? Well, yeah, it certainly doesn't hurt them any, but the fact remains that uh, they, they're they going to have to win everything from here on in just to maintain any hope of being among the first four in the Missouri Valley Conference. Those teams get a bye in the first round of the tournament. Everybody else, all eight other teams, play on Thursday, which means if you're going to win the championship, you win four games in four days, and that is really tough.
0: Really, really, really tough. But hopefully they can do it. We'll see. We'll Missouri Panthers it. and Lady Panthers when they play again.
1: They are playing tonight over at the O'Reilly Family Event Center. Now they're playing Maryville. Don't be confused. This is not Northwest Missouri. This is Maryville University from up in St. Louis, and it's a member of their conference, the Great Lakes Valley Conference. Hey folks, the Lady Panthers, Dury's Lady Panthers are this is a shame too. They are flying under the radar. They are 21 and 1 on the year. 21 wins, one loss. They are second in America, Division II among ladies. And who's first? The only team to beat them this year, and that was Ashland. <clears throat> Ashland out of Ohio is the number one team. Unfortunately, the way things break down, they're in the same region. So, if they play for the championship, that's tantamount to being the national championship game. But you've got to go a long way before that happens. Anyway, Drury is uh, taking on the Maryville team. That'll be at 5:30, and then the men, the Panthers, play the Maryville Saints, and that'll be about 7:30, 7:45 uh, tonight, or at the O'Reilly Family Event Center.
0: Get out and support those Lady Panthers, man! That's some really cool they're stuff. Good. Yeah, good. big time. All right, uh, it's crazy. Um, just a couple months away from spring training. and Less than that. And, oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, the pitchers <laughs> and catchers are going to be reporting really soon. Speaking of pitchers,
1: though, Cardinals got a new one in the bullpen, didn't they? They did. They got a guy from the Kansas City Royals. And you, when you hear the name, you're going to say, you know, like I did, who? Anthony Vashevich. He comes over from the Royals to the Cardinals. Now, he was with the Royals last year. He's a lefty. That makes a big difference. Kid out of Michigan State University. Not a great record. He had one win and two losses for two teams last year. He was with the Mariners and the Royals. Cardinals take a chance. They're giving up what are called, quote in the media, cash considerations. (laughs) You know what that means? That means if he doesn't make the team. Going back, <laughs> so the, they'll they'll see what they owe the Royals when, if and when this kid makes the team. But Anthony Vyshevich, a lefty, and you know he had an earned run average of 4.11. He could find a place, but spring training is going to be pretty important for him.
0: Yeah, we'll see how he develops. Ned, you have a great Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow.